So today we're going to talk about becoming either ambidextrous or using both hands equally. And most people, they are a lot better with one hand than they are the other. Whether that's throwing a football, catching, whatever. And even with their legs too, whether it's kicking something, there tends to be an imbalance. And I believe that if you balance out both sides of your brain you're going to create a lot more balance in your life. So there's been studies that have proven that people that are left-handed are going to have uh, more creativity and they're going to be more uh, driven on that side while people that are right-handed are going to be more driven by logic, uh, thinking like that. So <clears throat> there's going to be lots of benefits to actually using both sides of your body and balancing them out. And... I don't believe that anybody is actually naturally just one hand or the other. I actually believe that we pick and we choose which hand we are based on what we feel is right at a young age, whether that, for me, I'm actually left-handed. And I believe that the reason I chose left-handed is because I kind of, I'm the type of guy that kind of goes against the grain. I, uh, if someone tells me to do something, I tend to, you know, do the opposite or at least find out why that is. And uh, when I was young, my grandma always really tried to make me go right-handed over and over again. Put the pencil in my right hand, and I just wouldn't. I kept on doing it with my left hand. Just, And to be honest, I've always been a really stubborn guy. It kind of has to be my way. And lately in life, I've been really experimenting for the last maybe two years with my opposite hand. And what I've been able to figure out is that basically anything I can do with my left hand, I can do with my right hand. And there was actually an MLB pitcher, and he tore his right uh, rotator cuff, wrecked his shoulder, and he actually came back and pitched above 90 miles an hour with his left hand. And you can basically do this across the board. So I actually, the, probably the hardest thing that I've had to do is learn how to play hockey with my off hand. But the challenge of that is creates so much stimulus and challenge in your brain <clears throat> I don't think that's necessary for everyone but I like at the start what I began with is just brushing my teeth eating uh, different things like that and then it advanced to dunking with a basketball with my off hand or then eventually playing hockey like literally everything I can do with my left hand I can do with my right hand now so I've created this belief that the only thing that's limiting you in your abilities is really your mind I've been able to throw a football with my right hand and the cool thing is is once you actually get better with your uh off dominant hand what i find is your dominant hand becomes a lot more it feels a lot more comfortable now if you still think that there's uh one hand is going to be more dominant than the other and that's just the way it is because you can look at the numbers or the stats or whatever that's fine but i just want to remind you that uh chimpanzees <clears throat> they've done studies on them and what they found is that <clears throat> They, uh, if they put a pencil or something in their hand, they'll tend to grab it with the hand. And it's a 50-50 equal split. Half of them will grab with their left hand, half of them will grab with their right hand. But what they find is that once they pick a dominant hand, they stick with that hand and they continue to use it. It's the same thing with us, but the only difference is <clears throat> in the past, whether it be a tool or something like that, it would be meant for a right-handed. And whether in my case, it would have been my grandma telling me to go right-handed, and most 90% would have actually just went with it. Do what they're told, right? And it's usually those 10% outliers are the ones that are 
you know, going against the grain. But what you're going to notice when you start going offhand is you actually become a lot more connected with your body and your mind. And the benefits of it, whether it's a sport or just creating balance between both sides, most people are going to have imbalances between their sides, whether that is, uh, for me, it was my right leg, leg was stronger. So as a left-handed, I'm usually jumping off my right foot. My left, my right foot was actually a lot stronger. So my left leg, and that's actually the problem that I had a lot of problems with my hips. And it was actually the side that my back actually was having um, more so of the pain with my left side on my lower body. So it's just some interesting things. But if you create balance in your body, and that goes across the board just with everything, um, you're going to have a lot more success in the stuff that you're trying to accomplish. So if you're trying to shoot a basketball or shoot a hockey stick or whatever with your good hand, Try doing it with your off hand. What you'll notice is that once, once you go back to your good hand, you become a lot better at it. <clears throat> so if we're going to look at another study. And it was a study that actually looked at these rats. And these rats, what they did is they would go through this maze. And they would time the rats. And <clears throat> the rats would go through the maze. And then they would let them sleep. And they'd come back and they'd try it again on the next day. And they were measuring the brainwave activity. And what they found was that actually while the rats were sleeping, the same type of brainwave activity that was happening as they were going through the maze was happening during they were sleeping just at a faster rate. And then the next day when they tried to go through that maze, they came back 20 to 30% better. And that's the same thing that I've noticed when I'm becoming ambidextrous. The first time that I go in and I throw a football, I try, I fuck up. There's no spiral. It's brutal. It's awful. And then you come back the next day and it's a little bit better. And then you come back the next day and it's a little bit better. See, most people, what happens is they quit. They come in a robot like, oh, I just can't do this thing. Right off the bat, they just quit. But if you continue to persevere, your brain adapts and it adapts really quickly. And this goes for any new skill that you're learning. You're going to get 20 to 30% better. It's actually a little hack. Now, this has been known by uh, a lot of the great uh, invention uh people that have invented stuff i can't remember i think it was albert einstein and what he did was he'd lie on a chair and as he would uh, he'd have a glass in his hand and as he fell asleep the glass would tip and it would fall and it would wake him up and it would immediately use the ideas that he would have during his dream state to uh create new ideas so basically sleep is going to be huge in creating these changes. And this goes for everything. So the more you create these uh, challenges for your body, the better it gets and the quicker it adapts. So don't be afraid to challenge yourself. Try new things. Don't be afraid to fail. You know, everyone's so afraid to fail and look like, uh, look like a failure. But the fact is, failing is a necessary step in order to advance and become better. Without failure, you wouldn't know what you're doing wrong and you wouldn't know where to improve. If you're just... Success, you're at the gold medal. Like, are you really uh, going to be driven to be that much better? So, don't be afraid to fail. Challenge yourself. Step outside the box. Step outside your comfort zone and start becoming the better version of yourself every day. <laughs>